My name is Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream. Like some movies are just garden variety suck. I get to speak with the rare few who make their living in the world of entertainment. You know, this'll have you rolling in the aisles, exhilarating. Big thank you to Phil Ranta, CEO of Comedy Podcast Network. I would not necessarily want to spend a whole day with Christian Bale, though. Diana Lawrence did the original music. Tom Burns did the original logo. Uh, I am a rebel as far as the movie The Change Up. Find us on Facebook.com slash Living the Dream Podcast. I really, really enjoyed talking to Seth Rogen. He oh, was cool. he was very very funny. If you're on iTunes, subscribe. There's a lot of great episodes. Also, if you could leave us a comment or a rating, that would be helpful. It never gets boring. Now there are send me an email, livingthedreampodcast at gmail.com. I want the a recommendation from me to mean something. This is episode number 43 featuring CBS film critic Michael Walters. Living the dream, my name is Rich. I am with CBS film critic Michael Walters, a.k.a. the cantankerous critic. Michael Walters, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Now, you are the, you're the, you're the man. You're the film critic for CBS. That's huge. It's definitely a lot of fun. How long have you been doing that job? I've been doing it for three years now. Three years as of May. Wow. So you get paid to go see movies. That It is one of my jobs, yes. That's amazing. So uh, I guess there's probably a zillion questions. When you were a kid, did you was this something that you kind of wanted to do? Funny thing, uh, when I was a kid, I had every movie review book. You remember the Leonard Maltin movie collection, the guide? Yeah. The guide? I would get that every single like September when it would come out. Look up, see how far the new, what newest movies he had in there. I would read through it. I could. I could quote various reviews to this day from that wow. uh, book. Do you still have that book? I do not have that book anymore. And and then there were some other uh, like knockoff guides, but I would always get like several opinions because I would co- compare and contrast. And oh, he liked this. He didn't like this. I remember that uh, Leonard Maltin particularly hated Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, which I uh, disagreed with. Huh. But, Interesting. So, uh, was he? Did you look up to a lot of film critics, or was he kind of your your guy? Well, no, Siskel and Ebert were the were the number ones. I watched them sure. on you know for when they were on PBS, and then when they were had their own show on sneak previews, and then Siskel and Ebert. They I would watch that religiously. I would read as many film reviews as I could. I had. Go buy film and this is, books. You're talking like when you're a kid. Uh, yeah, I, you know, other kids are, you know, reading. I don't know, and I'm collecting film review books and reading <laughs> Roger Ebert. <laughs> but you didn't uh, when you went to school. You didn't major in film. No, I didn't. Did it occur? Like, did was that a thought? Like, were you thinking maybe maybe I'd major in film, then decided against it, or did it never even? Well, it it didn't really uh, come up because I didn't go to a school that had a film. Uh, class or anything like that. Oh, I um, see. So when you were selecting colleges, you weren't really thinking about no, it. No, no. But I mean, it was always in the back of my head yeah. that this is something that, you know, in my dreams, I would love to be able to do this. Right. Well, you know? Yeah. So, because like when I was a kid. And now you're living the dream. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so smooth. It's <laughs> like the show. Um, no, but when I was a kid, I would literally I would come home 
after seeing a movie and then write down in a notebook like so my you were, you were my reviews. Wow. For but they, I mean, most of them just ended up being for me. But uh, you know, I would write and I would, f- you know, think of these like one word, lot, you know, one sentence, you know, encapsulate the film. You know how when you see a quote from a movie critic or you see one. I, I was coming up with those at a very young age. Yeah. Oh, wow. So like, you do you ever do you even have that notebook? Do you still have any of your old reviews? It might be somewhere. I'm not sure. I think it probably got purged. In, you haven't uh, been tempted to go find it and see no, what you got Michael Walters? No, I see my review of Schindler's List. <laughs> I thought there were a lot of Jews. I thought... <laughs> yes. Uh, so, okay. You review movies does it ever get boring like do you ever go i gotta go see another movie all right it never gets boring now there are there are movies that i look forward to more than others Uh um you know i wasn't exactly uh chomping at the bit to see that's my boy for example the adam sandler film yeah which uh well i you know some critics are of the don't see any trailers, don't see anything about the movie, try and go into it completely cold so that you know nothing about the film so you don't have any preconceptions. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really give it one uh, thought either way. You know, If I have seen something about the movie, I don't think it hurts me, but I will say that uh, times that I've really loved a movie, it's it's been when I've been completely surprised by it. That's good. You know. What uh, what what recent film, if any, have uh, completely surprised you? I will say there have been actually um, two movies I can think of right off the top of my head that I was totally surprised by. One was The Artist, which came out last year. Yeah, absolutely. I knew it was a silent film, but I didn't really know anything beyond that. Mm. And I went in there, and I really just fell in love with it. And I thought it was a great, I didn't expect to feel that much joy from going to the movies as I did watching that film. Yeah. And the other movie, which totally I knew zero, less than zero about, was a movie called Away We Go. Yeah, with John Krasinski Krasinski and uh, Maya Rudolph. Yeah. I went into that movie not knowing anything about it. It turned into one of my favorite films of that year. Wow. I loved it. I Sometimes you get a movie that just hits you on a gut level. Yeah. And you, you tap into the wavelength of it immediately. And that's how I felt about that film. Yeah. Just I, from the very first scene. I think maybe the stereotype, and maybe I'm just making this up, but I, I feel like a lot of people think a uh, movie critic is... Going to a movie and kind of looking for the the bad in it, but to hear you talk, it almost sounds like you're like you're just a fan of movies and you you want them all to be good. It's just that they're not. There's kind of a the way I think of going to the movies is yeah, I want I want my experience to be good. There are some that you know that they're going to be bad, and you just hope to f- derive some pleasure out of their sheer crappiness. Yeah. But I don't ever go in wanting a movie to be a miserable experience. But there's also a part of me which is, 
I expect more than what a lot of movies try and pass off as entertainment to their audiences. As a comedian, I, I've been told by several people, they're like, hey, if you can make a Chicago crowd laugh, you can make anyone laugh. But if you don't make a Chicago crowd laugh, it doesn't mean you're not funny. It's just that they're so used to comedy that, you know, that y- it's like they're a tougher audience. Are you the Chicago of movies? Are you the tougher audience? I like to try to think that I am. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of movies that other people will say, you know, I they love and I'll be like, what's the big deal? (laughs) You know, this ain't that great. This is really not anything special. And, but there's, I can think of other movies that other people have totally hated to a really high degree. And I go in and I just loved them. (laughs) Yeah. Is is there one movie that you're kind of one of the rebel critics that you like that everyone else didn't like? Yes, uh, I am a rebel as far as the movie The Change Up came Change, out okay, last yeah. year with Ryan Reynolds and Jason Bateman. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Critically one. trashed. Like <laughs> some of the most hideous reviews I think I read of anything. They saw it as a needlessly uh, profane, dirty terrible film with a terrible view of women and relationships and marriage. And then there I was chuckling (laughs) far beyond my own capacity to stop myself at the sight of tight ass Jason Bateman talking, making an analogy about a merger with talking about it like uh, how you get a Catholic schoolgirl to uh, remove her panties? Huh. <laughs> well then, I, I missed that one. I must admit, it's. I think it's really, really funny. It's a very, <laughs> very funny movie. Are you more partial to comedies, or do you just like all movies? I like all movies, but uh, I like comedies a lot. I think that you know, I like comedies. I like action. I like I like those kind of little independent films. But I do. I am partial to a sense of humor in yeah. a film. You know, like when a lot of times when they're just kind of deadly serious, and if I'm not, if I don't feel the film is as serious about its subject as it feels it is, then I'm. I kind of. It's hard for me to get on its wavelength. Yeah. Now, I remember, I think I was in high school and there was like the, the Four Star Telegram, which is my local paper, got a new film critic. And uh, I believe how it worked was the old film critic just retired and this guy applied like a million other people and he got the job. But that's not how you did it, right? Uh, no. You kind of uh, really worked it to get in there. Well, I had uh, spent years as a uh, producer, as an entertainment producer in television and um i was the producer for uh, dean richards who's at wgn tv uh-huh. and wgn radio and i was his entertainment producer for many years uh and then i went over to cbs and actually was a entertainment producer for bill zwecker who was a you know kind of a celebrity interviewer, but not really a critic as much. He would do it every now and then, but and then he was more like the entertainment. He was news. he was more the entertainment gossipy kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and then he left about three years ago, and they kind of had you know 
they didn't have anybody doing any entertainment anything so i just kind of so they were just they just didn't have it it was just void it was just void wow yeah so i pretty important thing so i kind of you know just took the opportunity and uh pitched it and they said all right and so it started out as just you know kind of little a little capsule here and there and then i got a couple of on-air things happened amazing how my i probably say that my ability to do this and do the video i owe it all to being able to trash michael jackson (laughs) (laughs) because i went to go see this is it you remember the michael jackson documentary So I was one of the first people to see it. Okay. So, cause I got in with the, and they said, well, will you come on the morning show and talk about what it was like seeing the movie? Cause you know, it was just after oh, wow. he so died. Just on and someone so was I, like asking you about it and stuff? Yeah. The news anchors were asking me about it. And so I went on and I was very, very comfortable in front of the camera and everyone was like, oh my gosh. You know, I didn't think it would be that smooth. So I kind of used that um, little break to move, progress forward with the uh, movie reviews and the video. And they were like, hey, you hated Michael Jackson. Let's see what else you got. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Totally fair. Okay. So um, so you're in college. And what what was what was the goal at that point? What were you trying to be? Um, well, my college career, I actually was a business major, if you can believe that. Um, and then my junior year, I did a uh, summer internship at a TV station. I was working on a news magazine here in Chicago. And they let me do everything. They let me write. They let me edit. They let me um, report. They let me do everything. And I fell in love. Yeah. I fell in love with the television side. You know, I finished college. My co- I went to a small school in Georgia, and it didn't have a journalism program or anything. So I finished school as a business major uh-huh. and then came back up to Chicago where I my uh, family lived and I was just, you know, applying around and sometimes lightning strikes and I, and you find a door that opens and a door opened at uh, WGN and that turned into this eventually it set me on my road. Yeah. So at WGN, you know, I, I watched WGN growing up and I'm from Texas because I feel like WGN's almost everywhere, yeah. right? It's one of those it was one of the first like super stations, whatever right. you call it. Uh is was CBS a step up from WGN? Is it like as watched or how does that work? Mm, no. Well, CBS pays better. Okay. <laughs> well, then that's a step up. Yeah. But you know, it was like WGN was a freelance position, so it wasn't technically full-time, and CBS was a full-time, and at that point in my life, you know, I figured it was, uh, I'd been there for seven years, and I wanted to uh, change the scenery a little bit. Sure, yeah. 
but it was a great it was a great i would not want have wanted to start anywhere else yeah just it was a real good prep work for yeah. what you would eventually Absolutely. do yeah so now every week you review at least two or three movies every week mm-hmm. sometimes more yeah and uh you can go to cbs you can, we can read about it you can see video of you right and you have the name the cantankerous critic uh did someone give you that did you come up with that i or came up with it myself where's what's the genesis of that the genesis of it was i got really tired of seeing critics who love everything uh-huh who every single movie is it's a laugh riot of the year you know this will have you rolling in the aisles exhilarating you know you know the kind that just they're quote whores you know um, yeah well and some of those are I, I think I remember in college someone said that they're critics that like get paid for that or something right well they they're the kind of people there's certain class of critic that go to all these junkets that they have in like LA or New York and they get flown out there by the studio they get put up in a nice hotel for the weekend they go see the movies they go talk to the stars and then the studio pumps them for you know some good quotes to put to on, put the, on ad. the movie ads and you know when i got this opportunity to do the movie reviews i was like i don't want to be someone who loves everything yeah. I don't because I don't love everything. Yeah. And I don't want to be like someone who loves everything. So I want a recommendation from me to mean something. I do not like a lot of stuff. I want it to have a little bit more weight. So I was like, you know, I started off with a name like Cranky Critic, but then I saw that was already taken by somebody somewhere. So I came up with the named cantankerous critic mm. and that'll work and I, yeah. now like growing up of course watching siskel and ebert there was the whole thumbs up thumbs down you know a lot of critics do the stars or whatever yours is skip it or see it yes uh did you come up with that or is that something you copied or uh no they that was in place before i uh got there that was what the previous uh critics had used so oh. i just kind of Perfect. Kept it. I don't use the see it or skip it for my print reviews because I added print in addition to the uh, video. I use a letter grade system, uh-huh. which allows me a little bit more variance in the up or down. Yeah. But I don't believe in rentits. Rentits? Yeah, because some of them do see it, rent it, or skip it. I see. I don't believe in rent it. Okay. I feel like who rents movies anymore? <laughs> like, I know, but I mean, if it's if it's worth renting, then it sh- if it's not worth seeing in the theater, then don't see it. <laughs> Fair enough. Then it's not going to get my recommendation. Do you have uh, plans for the Cantankerous Critic? I mean, obviously you're you're the CBS guy, but uh, like, can you? I don't know how it works. Can you franchise your critic your your prints to other forms of media or or? Is there, um, like, is there a I, place to go? I don't I don't know the business side of it. I think that as long as I'm at CBS, I think, you know, all the stuff has to stay on the CBS website. But obviously, I'd like I'm always trying to build more uh, readers, more viewers, f- 
you know, more fans on Twitter and Facebook, yeah. you know, so that I can really build a, a following for Does, the... Does uh, CBS Chicago put your... I know you can go to the CBS Chicago website to see your stuff, but do, do they branch that out to other smaller CBSs, like in Illinois or Indiana or anything like that? Um, I don't think so. I think they tweet it out every now and then, but I tweet it out and f- put it on Facebook myself mostly. Yeah. So as a film critic, uh, I mean, that's part of your job. The other part is you you interview these people like mm-hmm. you sit you've sat down with the biggest names in the business yes does that when you first started doing that was that intimidating oh absolutely yeah i mean one of my first i remember years ago when i was still working at wgn i got sent out to uh do a junket so i had uh and that's and where what, you okay a junket is where you go out to LA and you have like you have to see like four movies in like two days uh-huh. and then you interview a bunch of stars and they fly people from all over the country. Oh no kidding. And so it's where you set you they put you in like the four seasons mm. in a hotel. They give you like a hundred dollars a day to spend on food or whatever, and then you get shuttled with all these other critics out to see the movie and see another movie and then the next morning you get shuttled to go interview the stars and then you see another movie in the evening and then you see another movie and then you go interview more people on a Sunday morning and then it's everyone's trying to get out to catch their flight to get back home yeah so I did I did four movies that week no three movies sorry it was I never forget it was Wicker Park which was Josh Hartnett do you, if anyone remembers him he was I mean, in I remember Pearl, him. I don't remember Pearl Har- that movie better not to remember that movie cuz it was one of the worst movies I've ever seen wow okay then there was Wimbledon which had uh Kirsten Dunst yeah and it that was British pretty guy. awful yeah. yeah pretty awful and then there was Resident Evil, uh, the third one. I forget what it was called. But, Who cares? <laughs> um, oh, and then there was Cellular. There were four, four movies that weekend. Excellent. Oh, boy. And every single one of them was pretty doggone awful. But I met a lot of people who would become bigger stars later on, like, you know, Chris Evans, now Captain America. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rose Byrne, who was in um, Bridesmaids last year. Okay. She was the rival for Kristen yeah. Wiig. Yeah. So, you, but you see these movies before you interview yeah. these people. Yeah, always. And when the movie sucks, do, is that just your job to like, well, I have to pretend like I care and I have to interview these so, people? Sometimes it's very... Uh, difficult to figure out something to talk about because especially like some movies are just garden variety suck and Mm. then there's some that go out of their way offended me from their very first frame to the last frame i remember i had to interview uma thurman Uh for a movie called motherhood Never heard this, of this. Thankfully, uh, you shouldn't because it. And I remember just it was the worst movie I saw that whole year. I and I had to go talk to her the next day, and it was all 
I could do. And the director, the writer and director is sitting with her. So I'm interviewing them both. And I'm just trying to, you know, not talk about the movie. Yeah. So <laughs> you've got lovely hair. Right. So. <laughs> uh, but, you know, at one point I say, so your character's a real bitch, isn't she? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which, I uh, that was all I let on, but I just... It, Did she it, laugh or anything? Or I don't think she necessarily appreciated the question. <laughs> Fair enough. When you interview these people, do you, are, are there certain heroes of yours that you're like, man, I, I really want to, and then I, and then you got to interview that person? Well, the best interviews that I've had, like I got to interview Johnny Depp. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I bet. He, yeah. was, like, he was like one of the celebrities that you would want to just spend a whole day with and just, just let him talk and just tap into that wonderfully weird mind of his yeah you know um he was very very fun i would not necessarily want to spend a whole day with christian bale though yeah well we've all heard the tape i think (laughs) yeah his first words to me were all right let's get this fucking thing over with wow (laughs) and well i don't think a lot of people realize this and i only think i only know this from you is that when you interview this person you're one of 40, 50 people interviewing them in a row. Yeah, because they do TV, they do websites, they do print. So they're just, they've got like a whole morning of just nonstop interviews. But I want to go back to another one that I really, really enjoyed, another interview that I really, really enjoyed, actually two. One was Tom Hanks, which I think was probably the best interview that I've had like every single answer that he had was usable wow. you know like yeah. i ran the shit out of that thing <laughs> i ran like six pieces on it nice um and then i really really enjoyed talking to seth rogan he oh, was cool. he was very very funny just as funny and just as personable and he was um you know very engaged and he was very funny and he was really it was a good interview. Nice. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So uh, where can we uh, obviously go to CBS Chicago website? That, right. CBSChicago.com slash and you click on news and then entertainment and you'll see my reviews or go to the uh, Cantankerous Critic Facebook page. Is that Facebook.com slash yeah, Cantankerous? Yep. It's and there and you'll see all the links to uh, the the reviews mm-hmm. and um that's also. great and uh your twitter's uh cantankerous critic that's your handle mm-hmm. that's great anything else you want to plug then go see i got a good interview with channing tatum All from a right. uh, couple days ago which is on the website now that was a lot of fun That'll i was surprised work. you know what n- n- one of those uh people who grew on me okay you know yeah like i I really wasn't a big Channing Tatum fan for uh-huh. a long time. It kind of seemed like the star most likely to be nicknamed Cement Head. <laughs> but, uh, just, just bumped in the microphone laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he's kind of grown on me. He has kind of a lunk-headed charm about him that um, I still wouldn't trust him to do any... Uh, vital physics uh equations but uh you know if you many people that you interview at hollywood to do no not really but uh you know 
he's he's a winning presence on screen. As long as you stay in his very narrow wheelhouse, he's kind of in the Keanu Reeves mode. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you can play this. You can play the hell out of this character. Keep doing it. Right. Fair enough. Just kind of look pretty, and uh, you know, kind of smile every now and then, and you know, we'll make it work. Excellent. Uh, last question: If you uh, had to do a civilian job, you couldn't be in a movie critic or news or entertainment or anything like that. What uh, What would you settle with? I think that there's a big part of me that would like to be on the floor of the stock exchange. Really, You'd be a broker? Yes, right. it'd be uh, you know doing the hand signals, running, screaming, yelling. Just like boiler room. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Perfect. Or, you know, looking up at Ferris, do it, looking over me in the pits. Oh, uh, one more question. Since you're a movie critic, I have to ask, and I'm sure you've been asked a million times, do you have a favorite movie? Do I have a favorite movie? Yes, I do have a favorite movie. And that is? I would have to say that uh, probably favorite movie is uh, Godfather. Godfather's right. awesome movie. The first one. First one. Okay. First one, like the second one, but... Uh, Animal House and Caddyshack are in my top ten. Godfather, Animal House, and Caddyshack. One of these things is not like the other, but that's okay. I appreciate it. Michael Walters, thanks so much for being with us. Check him out, The Cantankerous Critic, CBS Chicago. He's on Twitter. He's on Facebook. Got a lot of great stuff. Good interviews. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thank you. Michael Walters is a living dream. Huge thank you to Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Original artwork by Tom Burns. Original music by Diana Lawrence. Email me at livingthedreampodcast at gmail.com. The fan page is facebook.com slash livingthedreampodcast. Please take a minute to rate the show on iTunes and leave a comment. I would love it if I had more comments. It's been a while. Please help me out. It means a lot to help get the awareness out of the show. So next week, I talk with a member of the Abe Cannon Show on Sirius XM. He's a radio personality and a lot of fun. Dan Levy. Thanks for listening. My name is Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream.